We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Joe Z, Don Bailey Jr., I'm excited about our next guest. <laughs> you better be. Can you match his excitement? Uh, probably not. That's the key, but, right? You know, COVID's funny in so many, well, I guess maybe not funny for everybody, but... Uh, let me rephrase that. It's unusual. Coach Likens, I have spoken to many times, but because of COVID, I never met him in person until the other night. Oh, he's the greatest. Of he's course. the greatest, But man. because last year, we didn't you really, weren't allowed. <laughs> we didn't really go. <laughs> you saw him right. from, the, from, from Coach Diaz's balcony. We're, 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 right. We watched <laughs> practice from Coach Diaz's balcony. Right. Which was... Tremendous at the time, just to get oh, yeah. out of my igloo at home. Right, was a wonderful experience. Right, yeah. Thankful we, for that. Yeah, by thankful, the way. I was grateful and thankful for that. But you know, you couldn't have any contact with anybody. No. The whole world. I didn't see you for like six months. I know it's hard. At Tough any rate, deal. Coach Likens is with us now. We're appreciative appreciative of that. I thought the wide receivers did play well the other day. Restrepo had a hell of a catch for a touchdown. Hand to hand combat against uh, fourteen. Uh, Ba- branch, branch and banks, branch. I think it was branch. Branch was complaining, which I liked uh, that we won that hand-to-hand combat. Coach Likens, thanks for being with us, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time. W- what did you think about uh, always, the way? Always love coming on here talking with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how about some of your guys? Uh, their first exposure to University of Miami football: Keyshawn Smith, Rambo, uh, Restrepo. How did they do? You know, I thought they, they did pretty good for their first game. You know, um, uh, you know, one of the things we wanted to do going into the game, we knew that uh, we were going to have to make, you know, contested catches uh, against their secondary. And I thought that uh, for the most part, you know, we had a couple hiccups, but for the most part, um, I thought we did that. I thought the guys, you know, competed, you know, like you alluded to the X-Man. Um, he does that every day in practice. And uh, it was just good to – for uh, not just me to see him, but for everybody else now to uh, get a chance to see him uh, out on the field doing that. Hey, hey Coach, let's let's share with our, our listeners that for Restrepo, he has worked himself into this position. I mean, literally and physically. I don't know that I've seen in many, many years a guy that has uh, put so much time into the weight room, so much time into catching extra balls, so much time on the practice field. You just can't wear this guy out, and, and it's paying off. And what an example. Oh, absolutely. It's it's incredible to his work ethic. is top-notch. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you can work any harder than him without hurting yourself. Uh, I mean, he's in here nonstop. He's, he's in here on his own all of the time. 
Uh, there's days I, you know, come in where the, where the, uh, you know, the players will have a day off and I'll get into the office. I'll look out my window and he's, he's out on the field, you know, and uh, just, you know, catching chugs or doing whatever he wants to do, you know, getting better at jogging through certain routes he's having a problem with and stuff like that. So yeah, his work ethic is unmatched. Coach, what was the, the most difficult part of trying to throw the ball against Alabama? Yeah, you know, it was tough. They, they got, they got some, and they got some good pressure on our quarterback, um, you know, and, and, and they're good. Like, I mean, those guys are as good as college football has to offer. And so we knew that, um, you know, you go into the game, when you max protect, you lose a receiver, you know, when you max protect, right? And right. so, um, you know, if you got to max protect um, to throw the ball down the field and, and then they only rush four, you know, then you're, you're losing a guy in your passing concepts and things like that. Um, and so, you know, that it was tough. It was tough. And it's tough for everybody, you know, to do that um, against, against Alabama. And so, you know, that probably was the, was the toughest thing. Uh, we kind of felt like um, we solved it a little bit, you know, in the second half. Uh, especially in the, you know, some of the second quarter, late in the second quarter, and then in the third quarter, and got a chance to start throwing the ball down the field. And, and De'Eric got it, you know, I think he started seeing what they were trying to do to us. Um, and, you know, that helped. Coach, you're a very humble guy, but I'm going to bring it up, and then you can and you can add to it. Your wide receivers got behind Alabama, and that does show great team speed because they have got speed in their secondary. Yes. And, and that's what I told him, you know, yesterday. I said, look, guys, you know, um, I, and I think a lot of teams that don't play Alabama on a regular basis, I think they probably go through the process when they first play them. Like out of conference, you, you spend a small, a short time in the game just kind of like, because, you know, it's always in the back of your mind when you play the best of the best. You, all right, like, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be like? And then I think our guys, you know, got in the game was like, oh, okay. And, uh, you know, felt like they certainly belonged, which they do. And uh, very, and they were very confident. X-Man, Rambo, Mike Harley, all the guys kept coming to me on the sideline going, Coach, we got, I got this route. I got this route. I think we can do this. I think that we can do that. And that was great to see that those guys and their confidence and um, just knowing that uh, – uh, that they could get on the other side of them and get open. Listen, this Alabama, I don't think what, you know, I think what goes under the radar with them, if anything, but they've got great continuity in their program. And in, in this defense, they were together a year ago. But traditionally, Coach, they haven't lost a lot of guys early, or maybe they do, I, but their, their guys are in their program. So it gets passed on from one team to the next, and of course, you had continuity with Coach Saban in his fifteenth year, so they got a lot of roots in what they want to play in the secondary. Oh yeah, they're a machine. Like they're what everybody aspires to be in college football. When you got a head coach that's been there a while, and he has his, you know, the system, and um, like I don't think people realize how important it is to have recruiting classes where you can go a full four years and guys are hearing the same thing four years in a row and, and going through the program and, and, um, 
and, and even when they lose coordinators, you know, I think Coach Saban still, he has this blueprint. He doesn't let his coordinators kind of get outside of. So they're, it's really kind of the, just the same machine uh, just keeps rolling on. Coach, let's jump over to De'Eric King. Yeah. I don't think this number has been talked enough about. I believe he was around 75, 76 completion percentage in the ballgame. And, wow. and, and, and he opened, I believe, nine for nine. Now, of course, the you know the points weren't enough, and all of the things that go with it. But for, this is this is from a guy that eight months to the day came is recovering from a major knee injury, and to have one of his best days as far as completion percentage, even though it didn't produce the points that we wanted, that's still of a heck of an accomplishment. Oh, absolutely, and you know, I think one of the things that defenses they try to accomplish. Because they want to get to the quarterback early in the game and get in his mind. And even if they don't get a sack, they try to hit him. You know, obviously, you want to affect the quarterback. And, you know, he took a shot early, and uh, it didn't phase him. And that was really what I, I liked. He's such a competitor, such a tough kid, mentally tough kid, physically tough kid. And that was so great to see is. Yeah, that, that that didn't affect him at all. He just kept going. Coach, uh, you got some uh, young receivers trying to get their way on the field. Uh, I don't know how you're going to hold them back, but how about Brinson, Smith, and George? Where are they in their in their uh, uh, process trying to to win some some playing time? Yes, um, you know, and I try to talk to these guys every day about this because I don't want them to get discouraged because all three of those guys are going to be really good players uh, for the Miami Hurricanes. I mean, Romello Brinson's catch radius is, is incredible. And so what, what I try to preach to him is that, and I talked to the media about this today, is that uh, when you play quarterback, then you guys ever played quarterback, you drop back and here comes four to six guys coming to just kill you. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> And there's a specific picture you have in your mind of what this route concept has to be like in your mind. And it has to happen like within three seconds, three to four seconds. And if that picture changes on you as a quarterback, it makes you flinch. It makes you pause. And that's where you see sacks. A lot of people will blame the offensive line for sacks. Well, maybe the uh, wide receiver ran the route too short or he ran it too long and people – don't understand that, hey, man, because he ran that route wrong, that caused a sack. And so right now with the freshmen, we're just getting into that realm, and every day more and more we're starting to trust them. It's, it's a trust factor, and I tell them that all the time. You're going to make mistakes as a freshman. It, just, it is what it is. But, hey, man, we gotta, we got to get to the point where we just we trust you. And a lot of people ask me, like, Xavier Restrepo last year, why is he not playing? Well, and I told him that. I'm like, right now, I don't have 100% trust in you right now, uh, but obviously I do now. And so it takes a while uh, for guys to play that position. It's not that easy. Coach, there's another part of it, too. The Like you mentioned, the importance of running refined routes and also playing that position differently than you played it in high school. It's very difficult for a freshman to come in here and understand the timing of this offense, learn the plays, but also do route adjustments throughout the play. Yes. Things happen so much faster uh, where in high school at times the, the, 
the difference between athletes out on the field can be huge at the high school level. You could have a corner out there that is as slow as me trying to cover somebody like Lamelo Brenton. All he's got to do is just run, and he's going to score a touchdown probably, right? Um, but when you get in college, hey, that guy across from you playing press coverage runs a 4-4 or 4-3. So you got to use what we call technique to get open now. You can't just rely on your natural ability there's some things that you got to do, and those things take time to learn. And then doing it under pressure of a game takes even a little bit longer to learn. And that's the process where they're at. But uh, you're going to see them. Um, they're going to they're going to be out here soon. This uh, this team you're getting ready to play, App State. They got a bunch of interceptions. They've had like over a hundred in the last couple of years. Fourteen interceptions last year. Why do they get so many interceptions? Um, actually, they have more interceptions than any college football team in the country uh, <laughs> since uh, 2015, I think, or yeah, 14. Right. Um, so what they do, they do a great job in the secondary of reading quarterback's body uh, language, his, um, his eyes. Uh, they gamble a little bit sometimes. Um, they're not afraid to do that. They're disruptive up front and – running the 50 defense, and they'll bring some pressure and all of that stuff. And what they do a really good job of, and a lot of the great teams out there are really good at this, they know the timing once a blitz is happening around about how long the quarterback has to throw the ball. And they're they're really good at timing that up and knowing, hey, man, I don't have to backpedal. I can stand here like at eight yards or ten yards, and I know that one of my guys is going to get to the quarterback. He's going to have to throw the ball before that receiver can get to me. And so I don't have to back up. I don't have to do this. And they do a really good job of reading, you know, like I said, the drops of the quarterback. They keep their eyes on the quarterback a lot and read their drops and then slow their feet down. So they they're, they're do a really good job of, of understanding what their, their abilities are on defense as a team. We talked about this a little bit the other day, the spread at the University of Miami probably something we should have gone to a long time ago. Uh, and you probably are also just scratching the surface of what can be done at the University of Miami running this style of offense. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it just fits the – I think it just fits kids in general nowadays um, with, oh, my gosh, um, just the way the world is, just the way – um, you know, society is, um, everything's fast, everything's quick. Um, you know, if, if you look at the life of a teenager or a kid or a college student um, and then compare it to a team that's, hey, let's line up and huddle, let's clap, break the huddle, jog out, and let's get in 21 personnel and run the ball up the middle. That just doesn't even – sound fun uh to me it doesn't uh, you know and if i was a kid that wouldn't either and so um i just think it fits the 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 way kids are the way they think nowadays everything is fast everything is quick pace everything's you know it just goes 100 miles an hour um and so i just i i just think it fits it fit especially the guys down here with the speed that you have and the athletes that you have uh i think it's perfect timing 
Coach, I think this is about your 30th year as a college football coach. Or wow. You've been, you've been into that coaching. That sounded but, weird. Isn't it true, though? I think I'm pretty close. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I think, it is. I think I'm pretty close. I don't know that our, 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 our audience realizes that you played in the Southeastern Conference. You played wide receiver in the Southeastern Conference. <laughs> so let, let's go back in time about how practices were back then, how much time uh, was asked of the student-athlete, the oh, wow. uh, the two-a-days and the three-a-days, and then you go fast forward, and I am absolutely amazed at how how time is managed now so these student-athletes aren't at the facility like uh, guys in mine in your era were there for 40 hours a week at, at minimum. But it's just amazing. You 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 rip through the, the the past game. You put in the game plans. Everything is so precise, and it's just amazing on how this has evolved. This game has evolved over the last 30, 40 years. Yes, and we only have a certain amount of time, a very small amount of time, that we're allowed to have with our players. Um, and so, high school and NFL have waived you know, much more time with their players to coach them. And so that's why I think, you know, I, lo- I love this type of offense to have a an offense, a pro-style offense with a lot of language and, and a lot of different thousands of sets and shifts and, and all of that stuff. That all is great for us that sit around the office all day long, <laughs> but you're only allowed to have that kid around you for like maybe three hours a day and that's it. I mean, and literally, like, if, if you're doing things on the up and up and, and doing it the right way, you know, they can come over and watch it on their own, but we're not allowed to sit in the room with them and, and watch film with them. Um, you, know, you know, we can only do that in the allotted times that we have. So we're, it's a small amount of time to fit in what you want to do, and that's why I think, you know, simplicity is best uh, so that they can be detail-oriented because if you have too much scheme, you have a lot of details that you never can master. Well, as we let you go here, uh, Joe Z's book club, Don, you know, I like to have the books with me on, on the airplane. I'm hammer, hammering my way through a, a spy novel, a Daniel Silva spy novel, which has nothing to do with this show. Uh, but I, I highly recommend The Perfect Pass because it's a, a book by S.C. Gwynn, and uh, The Perfect Pass, Coach Likens, is in this book. It's about the spread offense, the evolution of the spread offense. You've got great stories about how this thing happened. I, you took me through a little history lesson. Maybe uh, between between our uh, end of the season and the bowl game, we're going to get into the history of the spread and all of these things that go with it. Get this book. Oh, man, right? I would love to. I would love to. That sounds like a lot of fun. But if you guys want us to be good in red zone and third down on Saturday, I'm going to have to get off this phone. Okay, okay. that's good. See you we're later. let you go. We, we need to score in the red zone and all that stuff. Thank That's you for being right. with us. Right. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> All right Thanks, coach. guys. I appreciate you, man. All, All right. right man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Got to, we got to score in the red zone. We didn't score the other day in the red zone. So we let him off the phone. Okay. I just wanted to promote the book. That's right. It's okay, Joe. S.C. Gwynn, The Perfect Pass. Joe Bell sent me that book, so I'm working my way through that one, too. Chapter a day or? Chapter a day. Chapter a day of that one, chapter a day of the other one. Never stops. Got to rest your mind a little bit.
Okay, when we come back, we'll talk about volleyball. But first, let me talk about this exciting news from Williamson Buick GMC. They have just announced a limited-time vehicle buyback program. That's right. Bring in your pre-owned vehicle, and Ed Williamson and his lovely wife, Carol, they'll buy you out of your current ally or GM financial lease contingent of current equity and dealer's final appraisal. And right now, you get the best trade value the automotive industry has seen in years. And not only that, Ed Williamson will help you avoid lease-end penalties like excess mileage, wear and tear. You don't want to miss this exciting opportunity. So schedule your appraisal right now, either tonight, tomorrow, or the next day, or visit their state-of-the-art facility. Easy to find, US-1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway. Williamson Buick GMC, your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 